Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. <coughs> Rob- <laughs> fuck you! Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. And fuck you! Nick. The Rob and Kale podcast. And welcome in to the Rob and Kale podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. As uh, tonight, we're going to pick our week three games. By the way, South Carolina and Clemson fans can all agree on one thing, and that is we don't like those leg humpers, ladies and gentlemen. None of us do. Tonight, maybe this weekend, maybe my good friend, the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet, maybe we'll have another Kale Hall moment like when they went to the Final Four. If they can beat those damn leg humpers from Athens, let's welcome in Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. He's just a common man, working hard with his hands. He's just a common man. What's up, gang? How's everybody doing this evening? Who's ready for some football this weekend? I know I am. Ready for some redemption. Ready to play better. And um, ready to forget about what happened last week, by God. All damn week. All, all fucking week. Even into the day. Everybody's talking about that damn game from Saturday. I mean, uh, let's, it's time to stop talking about it. That's over with. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, got a big yeah, you know, you know, play at the University of the Deaf and Blind this weekend. Damn. Well, uh, we're going to get into our picks in a moment. Uh, but first, let's thank Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia. Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. We are going to take calls tonight. Uh, jackpot, we like to talk about spreads here. The over and under on the number of uh, Tennessee fans that tell you to lick their balls, which was at five the other night. I'm going for the under tonight because they might be, might be a little calmed down. I don't know. But it's well, also there's only one in the chat this evening that I see. So, oh, okay. Well, I'm going. I'm going with the under five. They were jacked up after that program changing win over Pitt. First time they ever beat Pitt, so they were jacked for that. But uh, I think it's going to mm. be under. We'll take calls later on. But we do. Yeah, biscuits at three. Biscuit. All right. There you go. So he's going with the under two. Uh, also, we'll get into that momentarily. But let's thank Callaway's Bar and Girl out in West Columbia. Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. You can uh, go by there, get yourself some wings and all that good stuff. If you're coming down and you're a Georgia fan, that's kind of the place you need to go. Don't go to Applebee's or some bullshit. Go to a locally owned bar where you can have a beer with the owner. He's there. I mean, I, I mean Applebee's is kind of a high-class joint for, uh, for the Georgia, for Georgia fan. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're yeah. more of a Hardy's crowd. Uh, I thought they were more of a a huddle house crowd, but uh, huddle house parties uh, for tailgate huddle house uh, after the game. Okay. Anyway, go to Callaway's out in West Columbia, Highway One Diagonal from the Walmart. Look for it online, Callaway's Bar and Grill.com. They sponsor the Pick'em Challenge every year and uh, keep the podcast moving. We appreciate them. We also appreciate uh, Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport. We have uh, fireside chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away, sir. Um, sucks to be a Gamecock. Uh, how sad is it that uh, we paid Will Muschamp to go away, and now he gets to come back to our stadium Saturday with a Georgia shirt on and mouth pump us. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. All facts there. Old Shemp standing over there on the damn sidelines. Old Will Muschamp. 
with the, uh, the glasses the Jackpot's wearing. Yeah. But I put them on the end of your nose. Hey, uh, I, noticed, I noticed the biscuit over in the <clears throat> comment section, and he was watching last night. <clears throat> I saw him comment a few times. The Josh Pate 24-7 live show. And um, he did his own, like his Josh Pate top 10, the or top right. 25, I guess. <clears throat> the And Biscuit will attest the number of fucking Tennessee fans in that, shit, that chat. Holy shit. It's like, where the hell do they all come from? I mean, it's every other comment in that chat was the fucking orange emoji. Come on, orange, come on, come on. He has them right number 10 in this poll. Obviously, he smokes a lot of crack. Okay. I look, we, we can rip on Tennessee a lot. I think most Tennessee fans, and they're this is a ratings, not a poll. He's got them as the tenth highest rated team in the country. I think that's a little bit high. I think most sane Tennessee fans will uh will tell you, <clears throat> hey, it's uh it's not really that high, but we'll probably, see. Probably around number twenty. Number twenty. Yeah, probably around number twenty's fair. We'll 20's see. Fair. We'll see what um, they can do this way. This weekend, they're not gonna not not a lot of effort being put into this one. This was the remember this this weekend's game is the one that they ducked uh, Army for. Remember, remember we were giving them hell about ducking Army. Well, this is yeah, that game. Know, like, I, well, they didn't want to play Army because they know that Army does what they don't like. Army keeps them off the fucking field with that that running game that they don't have the defense to stop. That had been a, probably a double digit loss for them. Army's a horrible matchup for Tennessee or any team that runs a gimmick offense. They don't want they don't want any of that. Just being honest. <laughs> Eric says 15. He's about right. Anyway. All right. So jackpot. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get started with our picks and then we'll take calls. I tell you what, uh, I've had so many people that uh got with me about how much they enjoyed the show on uh Sunday with the amount of calls that we had and, you know, really? we're going to have that through football season. Yeah. Had several people give me, my God, y'all took a bunch of calls. Yeah, we did. And, yeah. um, we don't mind taking calls from people. We don't mind doing that at all. Yeah. It's kind of a sleepy night tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna skip all right. Anyway, let's go ahead and get with our picks jackpot. I'm going to share the week three folder here. Ding Ray, yes I do, I, or I am. I do. I am. I plan to go live from to Georgia, South Carolina. Kind of oh, oh, I thought you said going. Okay. Uh, no. Well, I, ain't I ain't doing all that, that mess. Shit, I ain't doing that shit. All right. Now, let me put my name in here. Oh, hold on. I got. I got to get the actual correct form here, dummy. Uh, B Bean said, "Who cut Jackpot's hair, Mrs. Bean?" Mrs. Bean. Uh, hell. All right, let me get the proper form up here so I can put my name on it. All right. Stingray said he he enjoys my love streams. Well, I do too. Thank you. Hey, does he want a date or something? What's going on here, Jackpot? <laughs> he he met live streams. He just deleted it. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was like, what the hell's going on here? A love stream. All right, so the first, uh, game uh, the, list, Jack, uh, yeah, the first game on the list, Jackpot, is Michigan State uh, with Washington. Michigan State is getting three points. 
that correct? I think that's correct. Let me make sure. Getting uh, three points, yeah. Go ahead, Jack Paul. What do you think of that game? Uh, I think it blows ass. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> is that is that a um, that a late start or? Yeah, I'm checking it right now. Hold on, I'm getting the actual time on it here. Uh, let's see here. Michigan State, Washington, Buffalo Bulls playing the Chanticleers. Where is it? All right, I've got it. I'm finding it, Jackpot. Let me see here. That may be a late start. BYU and Oregon. That's interesting. Probably should have had that. Anyway. Uh, wish I'm more prepared here. Sorry about that, guys. I, I thought I had the correct stuff here. I want to make sure that's right. Yeah, this is uh, no, damn it. What the hell? Damn it. Where is it? What are we doing here? Yeah, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh, there it is. Yeah, Michigan State is getting three points. That is a 7 30 kickoff on Saturday night, jackpot. So, what do you think of that game? Seven thirty. There t- uh, is it. It, it says seven thirty Eastern. Okay, so it's four thirty. Um, I don't know. Does uh, you know? Um, I kind of thought that uh, Michigan was a date was a little bit of a. I don't know. That's just a not a. This hasn't been a real impressive team to me. I don't know. Um, and that's a road game at Washington. Tough place to play. Um, I think that uh, – so Washington's actually a favorite in that game. Yeah, three points. I know I'm talking this one to death. I just find this matchup fascinating for some reason. Um, you know what? Um, I'm going to mess on ahead, on ahead here and uh, roll with uh, – Michigan State. They're probably the better team. Yeah. Well, I, I think that I'm not going to pick any team from the Pac-12 because they all suck an asshole. Uh, so I'm going to go with Michigan State as well, get the three points on the road. Yeah, I mean, look at fucking the next, Utah. The next one is Georgia at South Carolina. Now, remember, the line here is 13 and a half. That's what it opened at. And everyone jumped on it because they're like, oh, shit. The line's at like 24 right now. But it opened up at 13 and a half. Uh, Jackpot, this is your team. Do you think you guys can keep it within 13 and a half? No. I'll take Georgia with that number. That's a crazy number. That's what it started with. That's what we use every time. The first line that comes out on uh, VegasInsiders.com. And it's it's right there. It's 13 and a half. I'm going to roll with the Bulldogs, too. I think they win by 17. Louisiana Tech at Clemson. Uh, Louisiana Tech has already played Missouri this year. They didn't really look good there. Uh, Clemson's a 36-point favorite at home. That is a lot of points. Now, remember, Clemson also, a lot of people are going to think, you know, they didn't really play lights out on offense against Furman because I don't really think they gave a shit, to be honest. But a little bit better team in Louisiana Tech, but not much. Uh, I'm going to take Clemson to cover here, Jackpot. And I think Klubnik's going to play the majority of the second half. That line is how much? 36. Um, I'm, I'm going to roll with uh, Louisiana Tech. Look ahead spot for Clemson. Got uh, I, I can't believe they're still ranked number five. 
got as bad as they've looked on offense this year. Um, and those are just facts. Um, guys, look ahead spot. Wake Forest coming up next week on the road. Right. Um, let me roll with uh, La La. Uh, actually, they don't have Wake Forest. Do they have? Yes, is it Wake Forest next week? I think it's. Yeah, it is. That's week four. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> anyway, the next matchup is Miami at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a nine-point favorite at home. You know, Jimbo Fisher can't coach. We know that. I'm not buying the whole thing with uh, with uh, with Texas with him being a great coach. Uh, thanks to Jonah for the super chat. Go damn dogs! Prayers out to Uncle Lou. Thank you. Anyway, appreciate uh, the uh, super chat. Anyway, so Mario Cristobal, if you remember correctly, he took Oregon into the horseshoe last year and won. So going on the road and for Mario Cristobal is not a big deal, and that for him, okay, but he doesn't have all of his players yet, and I think this is the one where Jimbo Fisher would come out and try to, if he could win by an extra touchdown or run something a little bit more. I don't think Miami has quite enough players yet, but I would be happy if Miami won because then I could laugh at Texas A&M fans a lot more, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for Texas A&M, though. I mean, see, that's that's what makes this game hard, Jackpot, because Miami, in theory, has – I think they have the better coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that they've got – they've obviously got their uh, quarterback. Texas A&M doesn't have a quarterback. Why am I picking Texas A&M minus nine, Jackpot? What's wrong with me? I don't know because I'm not <laughs> – all right. Well, you know what? Jackpot, you talked me into it. I'm going to take Miami plus nine. I'm not. I mean, why would you? I mean, why would you? I mean, they just, yeah, I mean, they, they came off of a, of a fucking, that wasn't an emotional loss to App State. That was a demoralizing loss where they fucking did nothing but talk shit all week long. Um, they actually got their doo doo pushed in um, by a team that they did nothing but make fun of. Now uh, they've got an actual legitimately good team, with a, a, a legit fucking quarterback. Uh, coming into College Station, I don't think they're very good. I mean, their quarterback play is horrible. It's horrid. Well, I mean, we 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 did have someone that that comes on the show that has a bedazzled uh, Jimbo Fisher tube top that loves loves him some Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, I, yes. No strange he hasn't been around lately. It's also yeah, strange that the uh, guy with the Texas A and M logo hasn't uh, been around lately either. Mm-hmm. Which none of this matters because as, as bad as they look like right now, um, it doesn't matter. Gamecocks uh, won't beat them. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's just destiny. I mean, we could be we could be rolling into uh, College Station seven and zero against a two and five Texas A and M team uh, that hadn't scored over seventeen points all year and give up fifty. That's how bad we are. All right, so a couple of big matchups here. Penn State is at Auburn. Auburn is getting a point at home. Agency, thank you for the 10. So it's a great show. Thank you. Oh, well, yes, sir. Thank you for that, Agency. Appreciate you, buddy. Anyway, I when I look at this game, Jackpot, Auburn getting a point at home. Strange. It's it's like that's just weird. And I'm not really sold on Franklin and Penn State. I'm going to take Auburn. 
and uh, get the point at home. It's basically going to be heads up, in my opinion. I think Auburn will win. Why not? Uh, I'm, I'm rolling with Penn State. Penn State's a pretty good team uh, covering on the road. And I don't want to hear any of this, oh, oh, it's a hostile environment. I mean, they play in hostile environments every, uh, you know, at least four to- five times a year. So I, I don't want to hear it. Penn State's a better team. I mean, why would you think – why would you pick Auburn? I mean, they just sat there. They, all, they, they, they went to the fourth quarter with fucking San Jose State. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I mean, but Penn State's been a shitter for a while. I mean, they can, they, they may be yeah. better this year. We'll see. I mean, Penn State think, beat them last year. Yeah, but they almost beat them with Bo Nix last year. Think about that. Just saying. Up they, there in a while. Have you seen what they got playing quarterback this year? <laughs> I don't think it matters. Yeah, you're right. You may be right, but I, my my picks tell me to go with Auburn because uh, go ahead and take your Auburn Tigers. James Franklin and Jimbo Fisher should both be, uh, should both like be, you know, doing TV in like a year because neither one of them are worth a shit. Uh, Mississippi State at LSU. Mississippi State is a what three and a half point favorite in this matchup. Jackpot. Do you think this is a uh, rebound time for LSU or do you think Mississippi State is going to go in there with the Pirate and knock them off? I, I, I think this is get right time for LSU. I think this is get right time for LSU. I think they win this game. I'm, I'm going to take Mississippi State because um, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I like their quarterback. Maybe it's because I like the Pirate. Maybe I'm not completely sold that Brian Kelly is going to get the job done there. Maybe I think he just needs more time. But it just seems like Mississippi State, for me, would be the correct pick here. Uh, he, uh, needs, he needs more athletes. Well, not well, more athletes. He, he needs some, some folks he can bring in there. I I don't know. He's got some. I, I, are you talking about Brian Kelly? Yeah, I think he's got some, uh, I think he's got some uh, bad personalities there on that team. Yeah. He's got to work through that stuff. I mean, I, you know, I mean, like he to me, he looks like a little bit more of a um, how you say? It looks like a little bit more of a straight laced coach, a little bit more of maybe a disciplinarian. Um, you know, harder on the players. Uh, which I mean, Ed O to me looked like the uh, the um, quintessential players coach. Yeah, I. So I you're, you're probably right. But here, here's my thing. I think the pirate, the pirate can win with less talent, and I think he can go in there. I mean, he's got the what the quarterback was stone for the most yards in the SEC. Why not? I'm going to go with the pirate. That's what that's my take there. I'm going to take Mississippi State. They're going to throw the ball all over the place. I think they'll outlast LSU. Old Piss goes to Georgia Tech. Uh, Old Piss is a seven and a half point favorite on the road in Atlanta. Uh, I take yes. That's the easiest pick of the day. I think so because that line has moved a good bit, if I remember correctly. I'm trying to find it here, but yeah, I mean, I I don't see how Georgia Tech is going to hang with them. But Lane Kiffin's going to have them set up and ready. I'm going to take Old Piss. Another interesting matchup here: Oklahoma at Nebraska. No more Scott Frost. They can't blame losses on him. But Oklahoma's a three and a half point favorite at Nebraska. I mean, 
generally you take the home underdog here, right? When it's a field goal, right? Jackpot, which way are you rolling? You do. Um, but I, I, I like Oklahoma and, and I like Oklahoma and BB. I mean, what, I mean, what, what, what is he gave up like 13 points all year or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Ain't much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, are they are these Nebraska players getting pissed off because they like Scott Frost? Are they gonna be happy um, because Scott Frost is gone? I don't know. Well, that's I the thing. Oklahoma, it's Oklahoma for me or pass. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Oklahoma here simply because I don't know. Some of these kids may have said, you know what, our coach is gone. Fuck it, we're quitting. There could be a piece of that. I don't know if they're gonna rally behind the the new coach. No clue. And since I don't know, I know what Oklahoma's got. Oklahoma's got a lot of, we don't like fucking Nebraska, and we would like to stomp your Cornhusker ass like we've been doing for a long time, and we're going to rub your nose in it because your program is in the shitter right now. Give me Oklahoma to cover the three and a half. NC State and Texas Tech. NC State's eight and a half point favorite. Jackpot, which way are you rolling there, buddy? Uh, I... I... Home game, uh, time for NC State to get right. Got to get right after that uh, near miss uh, or near lo- near loss to um, uh, East Carolina first week of the season. They come back last week. I mean, they totally dominated Georgia Southern. I think that um, they're catching Texas Tech at a pretty good time because they're coming off an emotional overtime win over um houston so i don't I, I wouldn't normally do this because i don't like them but i'm gonna take nc state to cover yeah so yeah you're right um uh, texas tech has uh the win over a, a team that was ranked in the top 25 at the time they won't be ranked at the end of the season but you know texas tech playing the first of the second of three straight well, actually, four straight tough. Actually, hell, it's five. This stretch is tough for a Big 12 team. You've got Houston, followed by at NC State, and then a home game with Texas, and then a Kansas State team that beat the holy piss out of Mizzou. And then they got to go to Oklahoma State on October the 8th. Tough stretch here for uh, the Red Raiders. I think that's a lot of points, and I'm not really convinced with uh, with NC State yet. Uh, I wonder if NC State's thinking, you know what, we're just going to roll right over these guys too. I think they're trying to get big saucers in their eyes thinking they're going to go to Clemson and break that uh, Clemson losing streak or that Clemson winning streak in Death Valley, which it's not going to happen. But but, I'm take but, the Red Raiders. but that's just my point. I think, you know, there's so many big expectations for NC State. And, I mean, they're valid. I mean, they return a ton of guys on defense. I mean, that's what, I mean, that is what, um, uh, and, and I mean, Texas Tech, I mean, it's an offensive team. You're, Texas, Texas Tech plays no defense. Okay. So, um, you know, they, 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 they could try to get into a shootout there. I just think that NC State is the team with more to prove here. Um, and I think that, uh, I think they win this game pretty convincingly. All right, well, we'll see. I'm going to roll with the points there, and if I'm wrong, then uh, you can laugh at me on Sunday evening when we do this show. I'm fine with that. Uh, the sure next will. one, I never, thought that, I never thought that we would have a Kansas football game in here, but Kansas 
opened up the season at 2-0. and They won at home against Tennessee Tech. And then they won on the road at West Virginia in overtime. They put up 56 and 55 points uh, in their first two games against what looks like shit opponents right now. They go on the road to play at Houston. Houston's coming off that loss to Texas Tech. And they're playing Kansas. Kansas, by the way, is getting eight points. Jackpot, are you taking the Jayhawks? Uh, I am going to take the Jayhawks. I mean, they, you know, these teams uh, that were terrible, and and now they're 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 starting to like work their way into mediocrity. I mean, you don't. I, I, I'm not going to step in front of them. Uh, they've been covering spreads all the way up back to last October. Um. So, uh, and then plus you got Houston. They're coming off two emotional games, right? Two overtime games back to back against UTSA and uh, Texas A or Texas Tech. So uh, I, I like uh, the only thing I, I'm, I'm just concerned that, that that Houston could kind of bully this team around on the line of scrimmage a little bit. Um, Andy says Andy's got a good question. Did the South Carolina Georgia game change uh, with its line? So I looked at it again to make sure, and maybe I'm mistaken, but it opened up, I believe, at 13 and a half. Maybe I looked at it incorrectly. I'm going to pull it up right now and make sure. Yeah, so I'm looking at it right now. Minus 13 and a half was where it started. Good. show you that for the South Carolina-Georgia game. That's where it started. I'll show you with the screen in just a second. The biscuit, uh, Jack- the biscuit says college football is so much greater when Kansas is good. I'm there with you, buddy. I'm partying like it's 2008. I'm not taking Kansas. There's well, only our, friend, our friends over at the Mazadcast that are always uh, dropping a fat deuce on Kansas. How do you think they feel that Kansas is better than they are? Now, <laughs> if I call, if I call them and tell them that you picked Kansas this week. The only thing good that comes out of Kansas is what? Sunshine, sunflowers, and sons of bitches. Well, I'm not going to roll with the sons of bitches. Give me Houston. Houston, minus eight. I think they're going to bounce back. And finally, the shit. Oh, the Kale Hall special. North Texas and UNLV. UNLV minus one. Uh, Jackpot, jackpot, jackpot. Give me your evaluation on this game before I give you my pick. So um, UNLV, another terrible team who uh, has, has you know, improved a little bit. They went out to Cal last week, put a scare into Cal. Uh, they dropped it 20 to 13. They're playing at home. Not that's really an advantage for them because, like, literally nobody goes to those games. Um, that could be a, a distraction for North Texas, I think. Because, um, I mean, this is kind of like going to Hawaii, right? I mean, it's like you're going on vacation. Yeah, but North Texas is just one of those one of those ground and pound teams. I I, I went against them this year one time when they played um, yeah. El Paso, and I got burned. And I'm not going to do it again. I think they can run the football. I think they're just a more powerful team. It's got more power, just uh, a little bit better on the lines of scrimmage than uh, UNLV. And I'm going to go on ahead and uh, take the mean green. I got the mean green, too, uh, because of the rushing attack. So give me the mean green. There's my picks. I'll read them out to you. And Jackpot's got his over there. 
Jackpot, I took Michigan State, Georgia, Clemson, Miami plus nine, Auburn plus one, Mississippi State plus three and a half, Ole Piss minus seven and a half, Oklahoma minus three and a half, Texas Tech plus eight and a half, Houston minus eight, and the Mean Green plus one. There you go, Jackpot. I'm going to fill this out really quick here. And Denton, then, Texas. Denton, Texas. Okay. All right, so there you go. I've submitted my form. And I want to go ahead and share this over here with you guys so you can see it. Uh, I didn't when I when I saw this line, it was last night. And when people were talking about the whole thing with South Carolina, you look at the open. What if I say we're close to Lukin Lukenbach, Texas? Lukenbach, Texas. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Georgia and South Carolina. There you go. 13 and a half, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I didn't make that up. There's you can see it. Minus 13 and a half. Now it's at, um, you know, 24 and a half. I got nothing. We always go with the first line that comes out, and that's what's listed there. So that's what we have to go with. That's the rules of the contest. So there you go. <clears throat> All right, Jackpot. Let's take some calls. Over and under. Remember, Biscuits at three. I've got, I've got the under two. Tennessee fans, after the program changing win, we'll see how that's working out for them. And they're they're, they're and relatively quiet tonight. You know, most a lot of them they probably went to church. Um, no, they didn't go to church. They they went to um, today is what today is Wednesday. They yeah, got their medicine refilled. They're they're all doped up. <laughs> did I take Michigan State tonight, Rob? I think I did. Yes, sir, you did. I think we both did. All right, here you go. You can call the show now. 803-470-2905. Phone lines are open. <clears throat> so there you go. Yeah, I'm That's going 10-0 this week. You're going 10-0? I'm going 10-0. I'm going 10 fucking 0. You know now Nebraska and fucking Georgia Tech are probably going to win. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's 11 picks, so, you you know, you could go 10-1. and one. Well, whatever. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, watch, watch some of these watch. fucking teams win. I mean, I'm telling you, watch damn Georgia Tech win and, and, and just bust everybody's nuts. Well, that's probably what would happen. I don't know for sure. All right, let's go out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Uh, uh Yeah, good evening. Uh Yeah, this is Vic, too. Hey, Mike. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so... uh. Yes, yeah, so first that's first of all, uh, real quick, I want to kind of uh, follow up on our call from uh, uh, from last week. You remember uh, how I told y'all that you know I'd kind of had you know bad experiences going to uh, my uh, Georgia games. So, uh, but anyway, but I mean, you know, this, this past game, you know, was you know a lot better. We didn't lose mm. or you know almost lose. We we did we did not you know embarrass ourselves. You know, we won. 33 to nothing. Uh, but anyway, but I mean, I mean, the defense, I mean, the offense was, you know, sort of, you know, really frustrating. You know, I feel like we kind of, you know, kicked, you know, too many field goals and we only had three points. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack Pot Leslie was in rare form the other night. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got a pretty good, good kicker. So, uh, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, 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 before I go, I just wanted to uh, uh, to uh, uh, to uh, send a little uh, 
message to that jackpot. Just wanted to let him know that uh, that uh, my Georgia Bulldogs uh, will be uh, will be uh, destroying the uh, Gamecocks uh, um, this Saturday. So yeah, you'll have a a, a, a good evening. Well, um, thank you yeah, for I'm, calling the show, and we appreciate that, you uh, doing that. By the way, that's, that's what mean, they that's what they said back in 2019 as well. So, I, you know, uh, and look, Georgia's got the better team, but we thought the, Jackpot's correct. We thought the same thing back in uh, 2019, and they went in there and went into Athens and fucking got them, got them a win. So there you go with that. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I, I think it's going to be. Who knows? Shane Beamer may roll these guys out and set their hair on fire. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm going with Georgia has more talent and South Carolina. Their offensive coordinator is a is a numb nuts. He's a so, fucking douchebag. He's he's a fuck. <laughs> I mean, he really is. I'll call him I'm a douchebag, but I'm not gonna shit on our players. I'm not gonna um you know call them trash and. No, and and I'm not. I don't. I don't think I called anybody trash. I think that he's putting, he's putting players in a bad position to make plays. When you're a coach, you're supposed to be able to put your guys out there and put them in a spot where they can make plays and help you win games. And he's got little five foot eight, hundred and sixty five pound Juju McDowell out there running the ball in between the tackles. When you've got a bowling ball running back that you can use. In the, the Wake Forest transfer, but now let's just—I've got these plays scripted here, so that, we're just going to put our out why, there. Why, why is Jaheim Bell our RB one right now? Mm. I mean, I, I don't know. People are going to think that I'm just like all about the game, and I guess it's because I'm retarded. I, I'm covering uh, the Gamecocks again for WVOC this year, but it's just stuff I see there. And Scott Satterfield hasn't shown me shit. And, and people were telling me they're like, oh, they're like, why don't they start using Stogner more? I'm like, well, dude, he caught like five balls for like 65 yards Saturday. Fuck, you want him to right. do with him? Yeah, I, I, here, l- let me, let me help you because I'm sure, I'm sure that Satterfield listens to this show because I'm sure he, he does if he, if he has any sense. They have, they have some weapons on offense, they have some weapons, they have some good weapons, and, I, I don't think that he knows how to properly put them in position and utilize them all to their strengths. I mean, I, we got we got two really good tight ends, so we're going to take one of them and make him a fucking running back? And what the fuck? And then our wide receiver one, Josh Van, I mean, he's been on that milk carton all year. I mean, I don't think he's even gotten targeted. Christian Bill Smith rushed, just rushed for 1,000 yards the past two years. Uh, he was healthy to play Saturday. He didn't even carry the fucking ball. Look, Jack, Jackpot, I don't even think it's that. I don't even think he's organized enough to get the right set of players on the field at the right time. I honestly, when you look at some of the guys that he sends out there, it's like it's like peewee league stuff. All right, you go run out there with them. You know, we're we need a power running back, but let's get our, our scat back in there and have him run in between the tackles of our offensive line that's the shits. Let's do that. That sounds like a big time thing to do. That's no, no, Chinese fire drill. Yeah, you, you, you big huge guy right there that can, you know, get me four yards and that's it. When I only need three, we're not going to put you in there. No, we, we don't, we don't need that. That doesn't make any sense. So, 
<clears throat> well, and Tilly says, these are all good points. What are you doing, Beamer? And once again, it comes back to Beamer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put this on Beamer though, because you have to remember what happened and why Scott, why Satterfield is your offensive coordinator. He's your yeah, offensive because it's because because uh, Mike Bobo dipped in the middle of the night, and loaded his fucking AMC Gremlin up, and decided he wanted to go be the damn offensive coordinator at Auburn, and he, then he get does, fired after that to, year. He's not cool enough to have a gremlin. That that motherfucker's got a damn, he's got a damn moped with a trailer on it. That's how he got into uh, to Auburn. Well, Sarasota says Satterfield is a reflection of his head coach, both completely incompetent. Well, I don't know, won the same number of games as your coach won last year, and did it without uh, shoveling a bunch of little Debbie cakes in his mouth. Well, and he also won a bowl game and didn't get drugged by fucking Purdue. Do. So there's that too. These are all facts. Um, yeah. Oh, well, who's ranked? Who's ranked right now? Who's ranked number ten in the Josh Pate Power Bowl? Who beat Pitt Saturday? Well, Look, looking back up, quarterback hobbling around on one damn leg. Oh God! Let, let me let me help you guys with something, okay? And you'll notice this as things go uh, down the road a little bit. When CBS gets the Big Ten and that's going to be their feature games on Sundays and they don't have the SEC anymore, I guarantee you their analysts like Josh Pate are going to start putting Michigan State and Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State. It's going to be more talking about them and less talking about SEC schools. Now, Josh Pate may decide to keep talking about SEC schools and keep putting uh, – ranking guys higher in his power ratings like Tennessee and stuff like that. But the reality is this, he can do that because it's, they want you to follow the sec because that's their featured football conference on CBS. And it's going to change. Well, not it should because be all about Penn state. That's God's country. It's not, it's not, it has anything to do with, with actual talent. It just has to do with, Look, we're going to talk about them because we want you to watch them on our network. Mm -hmm. That's the way that it boils down to it. When he has his uh, his games that he has where he goes to different different spots around the country, he'll go to more SEC spots throughout the year because he wants to highlight some of those games for CBS. It's just the way that it is. Uh, when model 88 does outdoors, says Jackpot, what do you think of Antoine Wells Jr. so far this season? The juice is loose. He looked great last game, didn't he? Nine catches, 190 yards. Uh, one he of the great. I mean, um, I, he, I think that maybe he's taking some freshman of the week. Maybe he's taking some touches away from uh, from Josh Van. Well, or maybe Josh Van is getting outplayed. Could it be that jackpot that in practice you got a freshman that's outplaying you? Maybe that has a little bit to do with it. Hold on. I'm trying to see if there's. Leonard says, what's the deal with Beamer's strange mannerisms during his press conferences? Okay. Uh, why are you making fun? The dude, the guy has a neurological condition. I mean, that's been documented. I mean, why are y'all making fun of that? Jeez. Or oh, you make fun uh, of a cripple? Probably. So I he he should have been the freshman of the week. I'm trying to see who was the ugh. let's see here. Special teams. Fresh freshman of the week went to Dane Key. 
Oh, boy. What's on my Kentucky bag? No, no. Hold on just a second. This guy caught three passes for a game-high 83 yards and a touchdown. But the game with the game with, with Wells, he's named freshman of the week, but he had nine catches for what? I don't think he's considered a freshman. Is he considered a freshman? I don't know. I have, that's a good question, too. Jack I don't Fox. think he is. Oh, well, maybe he's – I don't know. We'll have to see on that, but – I'm trying to see here where I could see the whole thing on that, but he had nine catches for a shit ton of yards. And was, uh, Kentucky I, Durbin with the intelligent comment of the night, Van spelled wrong to portal coming soon. Okay. He's a fifth fucking year senior. <laughs> he's going to hit the transfer portal, not play all year. So he can play next year somewhere else. No. Oh man. Shit. I thought Wells was, I don't know why I'm thinking he's a freshman. All right, I'm silly. Well, he My came fault. from James Madison, remember? That's right. That's right. Good point. Wells is a junior. Thank you, Win Model. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Lisa says, Rob, do you think DJ will play at all Saturday? Will they give Cade the chance to play a whole game? Uh, Uyunglele is going to start and play the first two quarters. And then I think that they'll give the other two to uh, Klubnik. So there you go with that. Anyway, 803-470-2905. They need to change it to Newcomer of the Week, especially with the transfer portal and everything else. It needs to be Newcomer of the Week. Fuck yeah, this freshman. I mean, Juice Wells obviously outplayed some Dane fucking key. Yeah, I, I don't – I'm. it's insane. Anyway, um, but when you well, really – Let me give my beamer face. Why, why do people get – I don't know, man. I'm looking at the stats here. So, uh, the leading. Oh, wait a minute, jackpot! I didn't know. I did not know this until I just looked it up. The leading wide receiver in the SEC, ladies and gentlemen, is Juice Wells. He has huh. 244 yards. That's better than Cedric Tillman, who plays in that gimmick offense up there at Tennessee. You know, I, I, I was under the under in the impression he was the best receiver in the SEC. Well, but look, uh, let's see here. Spencer Rattler's thrown for more yards than Hinton Hooker, and Juice Wells has more yards receiving. Yeah. Oh, than- that's only that's only because Hinton Hooker only played six quarters, though. Well, I'm just saying it's the kind of the way that it is, jackpot. There you go. Yep, exactly. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't give a shit yeah. about your quarters. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, 803-470-2905. There you go. Look at it. It's already here because Cedric Tillman played less than two quarters. Well, that's not my fault. I mean, your coach doesn't want him putting together good stats so he can go to the NFL. Maybe a player should see that. And they should say, you know what? Why should I go to Tennessee where they're going to sit me two quarters so I can't go out there and make plays? I Andy should go Hall somewhere. says, any word on Uncle Lou, poor guy, we got roasted by a bunch of butt-hurt pussies. Yes, I, I heard that. And um, I, I it's Still in jail, as far as I know. And and the same douchebag made another video last night. Um, you know, I I think that... Um, anyway, let's go out to the phone. It's 803-470-2905. Welcome to the program. Go. Hey, guys. This is The Biscuit. How are you doing? Hello, Biscuit. Good. 
this is a great this is a great week for the dogs. This has also got to be a great week for Columbia because they actually get to see an NFL team come into town. Hmm. So that's what you're going with. Shout out to my buddy Sosa checking out the program. Appreciate you, man. Uh, look, <laughs> hey, listen. Hey. So, 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 uh, you know what I, you know what I'm looking hold for. Hold on, to hold on. Respectfully, so for Georgia, they actually get to go somewhere where the that uh, you know we have what? What do we have here that they don't have in Georgia? We got pretty lots women. Of pretty, um, pretty women. Glass. I don't know. Glass. Lots of things. Better for glass. Paved roads. Um, yeah. Pave roads, yeah, that's a good thing. <clears throat> There's lots of things that are better Pave here road. than they are in uh, in Georgia. But anyway, go ahead. What else do you have for the program? The only thing, here, you, got, you, the only thing you guys got going for you is, is that you're, you're a red state versus us being a blue state. Now that's about. I'll, I'll give you credit. All there. right, we're we're not going to talk politics, sir. But you can bring the football havoc if you want to <laughs> call up and because if we start no. talking politics, everybody's going to get pissed off. And I don't want to do that. You know you what I'm saying? Blue state, the New York of the South. Anyway, what what do you got? You got you got anything that's really good that you can tell us about? Well, why you think Georgia well, no, getting just, the Georgia game will be close, or you think Georgia's going to blow them out? Uh, honestly, I think. Uh, yeah, honestly, I think I think Georgia's going to going to control the game. Going to control the line of scrimmage. I don't I don't see how um, you're going to be able to. Eat. Right now, South Carolina is is averaging what about two yards a carry on offense, and then giving up they give up five yards a carry. That's over gracious. To, uh, Georgia State, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, but they they have the number one. Yeah, but that, that that's also skewed because they gave up two forty yard runs to Georgia State. The rest of the time, they gave up three yards a carry. So, all right. Well, well but that, that all that well that all factors in. I mean, you know. If you give if you give up if you give to Georgia two forty yard runs, uh, yeah, uh, but you you look at it, that could have been one missed tackle. I mean, that could have been two missed tackles. Look, but respectfully on this Georgia, front, Georgia and I'm not got, trying to. Georgia has what the what was it the eighth ranked offense and the tenth ranked defense in the country right now. Okay, and that that's Play, a fair stat. But one of the things that that I see with this game is that Georgia has those all world tight ends, and the Gamecocks have issues covering the middle of the field. I mean, they should be able, in theory, to run outs to. I mean, or, or run slant routes there with the tight end or tight end, tight end with the flat, and just yeah. run all over the damn place because South Carolina hasn't been able to stop any of that yet. So, yeah, I would I, like I to see. The game was, I said, I said, I said, Georgia forty-three to seventeen, which That's actually fair. gave some Georgia fan a conniption fit that I would actually suggest that they were going to give up seventeen points. It was crazy. Oh man. my god! <laughs> like went but, nuts on me because I suggested they were going to give up seventeen points. I'm like, what I think is going to happen is uh, they'll connect. South Carolina will connect on one. They'll connect on one deep one time, and then they'll get a like a garbage touchdown in the in the uh, fourth quarter, similar to the well, back to work. Jonah with the super that's chat. I, that's Thank you for the for the five dollars. Is paved roads isn't South Carolina like fifty out of the fifty in U.S. roads? I will not have you pissing on my home state, sir. If you um, if you've never, never, obviously you've never been to Pennsylvania, I, I think I did, I think I did the, piss in your home state a couple weeks ago. Well, I, I he's just pissing I, I on my at state, the campus, sir. Actually, I pissed there. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> anyway, I, actually, I was actually I was actually there. Miss so, so Sanchez that, but, says. Yes, that's dumb. We're not giving up 17 points. Uh, Kirby's visor says 41 <laughs> to 17 dogs. Apparently, you've pissed off a bunch of you Georgia fans over there. Yeah, if, they, 
you know is what? that a sad state for South Carolina's program when I say that they're going to win by 26 and people are upset? <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you this. I, I, you know what I want for South Carolina? I want South Carolina to go out and just – I want you to score 24 points. Now, Georgia can score 78 points, what the, whatever the fuck they want to do. But if South Carolina yeah. scores 24 points, they may burn some shit in Athens. And you know what? I'm all for it. That would upset some people. That would, be up, that would upset some people. But I tell you what, Absolutely. my favorite moment even that I'm really looking forward to yeah. is before the game when they roll that cage with that black covering out onto the 50-yard line. Right. And all – how many fans are, are going to williams Bryce? How many – what's the capacity? 86 or 82,000? There, there's going to be oh, – no, anyway. there'll be, oh. be 82,000 fans there. Now, let's make sure that we understand this too. The fan yeah. base, they're going to give you guys absolute hell because that's what they do down there. Well, Oh yeah, I, I know they will. Okay. I know it's they. It's not going to be. It's, but it, it's but, not going to uh, be a. Uh, it's not like you're going to East Carolina and playing. The Gamecock fans no, are going to no, show up. Their team may be the, the shit. The they, 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 uh, they bring a crowd too. Yeah. No, I I believe they bring a crowd. I mean, considering considering their their success level, the the amount of fans that they still have is actually kind of incredible. All right, but I you. love it when they bring that cage out to midfield and and it's covered. And then the fans look at it in anticipation, like they don't know what's underneath. And then they pull that black towel away, and there's retarded Woody Woodpecker dancing around like he got hit in the head with a bat, going crazy. And that's when they go nuts. And that's the high point of the game on Saturday for South Carolina. Absolutely, can't wait for it. Well, Biscuit, I hope that you. Uh, first of all, I hope your daughter goes to Clemson. Because that's uh, where she needs to go. <laughs> There's a reasonable chance of that. The, the, only, well, the only issue there uh, is what? Out of state, fifty grand a year. That's the well, problem, sir. And I tell you what, I'm saying it live on the program right here. If your daughter goes to Clemson, you got to go to Clemson football games to support your daughter. I will make sure that you are fitted in nice clothes. That way, when you go up there to Clemson, uh, you won't stick out like a fucking thumb in that Georgia horseshit you wear. I will. Well, I'll make sure that you're fitted year, correctly, actually. sir. I actually well, I'll beat you to it. Good, I, I may we, we may you. visit again, and I may be well, going to a make, make there, sure so. that your, your daughter you want your daughter to have a good education, right? You don't want to send her to Georgia where racist baseball players yell at people. You don't want that. <laughs> send her to Clemson, racist sir. Baseball players, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Where they were yelling at yeah. uh at your quarterback, and he decided to leave, and then told, but it, it wasn't racist enough for his sister who could stay there and play softball. You know who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, that. I was, yeah, oh, yeah, you remember that. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. stain that's down there. We don't have that up at Clemson, yeah. man. Yeah. She can go up there and she will fit no, no, in. No, 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 no. Too high, too high quality of people there. there in, at Clemson, in Clemson, you're absolutely yeah. right, sir. Very good. Yeah. So send her to Clemson. All right, anyway. All right, Biscuit, good luck to you. Uh, well, no, no, you know, fuck your team, Biscuit. Uh, you, you know go. what? Hey, I got one thing to say, though. All right? Sure. Jackpot, yeah. you can lick my balls. There's number one. <laughs> I, I told you the over for Georgia fans is one. All right. There you go. on a biscuit or the crust. Thanks, Biscuit. Appreciate it. Uh, we're at one jackpot. Remember, over and under was at five. I took the under because we had seven. I think it was seven on Sunday night. Seven. I think they were all Tennessee fans. That we're saying, Jackpot can lick my balls. All right, we'll see. What the hell are you doing, Jackpot? Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Chris in Georgia. Do you think, uh, I think Tennessee opened 
against Akron with 49 points. Are you? No, no, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> I, gave, I gave you plenty of fucking credit about your team and the monumental victory that you had beginning your first win ever in the history of your program. Do not call this show talking about we're playing fucking Akron. Now get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to talk about the Tennessee Act. Who gives a fuck about that game? No one does. Don't call. Say something about some of the other games good. that are actually worth a fuck. No one gives a shit about it'll, that game. It'll be a good tune-up game. Hopefully, maybe. God, uh, I'm I'm gonna hang the fucking close. phone up we'll on you if you keep talking so about that. I swear to God, I don't hang up on people. You're gonna have to go. Jackpot, he's got to go. I can't do it, Jackpot. It's fucking too late at night for this shit. I'm not fucking talking about goddamn Tennessee and Akron. You motherfuckers ducked army because you were scared shitless of them. Do not call up here talking about that fucking shit game. You're going to win that game. You should. I hope that Akron has Superman and they come in and stomp your ass, but it's not going to happen. That's why I didn't put it in the damn picks. Why in the fuck are we talking about that game? It's fucking stupid. Anyway. Uh 8030 Uh yeah, Glenn, Glenn, I'm fine, Glenn. I'm fine. Uh who who was somebody said that I'm being a pussy for not talking about that game. What 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 oh, Jesus Christ? Anyway, moving on. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you would like to join the program this evening. Uh, Carolina Jackpot is a king for putting up this candy ass. Well, you got that part right because I am. Thank you. These Tennessee fans want us to break this game down, Jackpot. Fuck all that. I ain't doing that shit. Suck a bag of dicks. That's what I think of that shit. We're not fucking talking about that shit pool game. All right. 803 This is one of the worst. Programs, well, they probably are the worst in the country. In, uh, F- FBS, yeah, gotta be. Uh, virtual jackpot with his thoughts on that game. What do you think about that? I fucking hate him. Well, I don't like that caller either. Anyway, 803-470-2905-803-470-2905. Hunter Slay is a game is is a Kentucky fan over there, and he says Rob is a clown in the comment section. Explain something to you too, sir. Your program's fucking brand new. You guys, it's like the first time that your program's been relevant in a while. All right. Generally, we've said this before. Most Kentucky fans feel this way. The I more thought he was a Tennessee fan. Perry, is he a Tennessee fan? I, I thought he was I a Kentucky. Think he is. Well, if he's a Tennessee fan, then fuck his team too. Either way. Hunter, raise your hand if you're a Tennessee fan. He is. is. Well, he did. He said, I'm not a UK fan, you dumbass. Well, either way, you sound like a fucking dumbass UK fan. You probably root for both teams. It's probably the way that it is. Anyway, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Baylor man says, imagine Tennessee and Clemson meet up in a bowl game. That's not going to happen. Clemson's not going to the fucking toilet bowl or the Music City Bowl or some shit bowl like that. That's not fucking happening. You're out of your damn mind there, Baylor man. We've got a better chance of matching up with Baylor somewhere, though. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Oh, got to hang up on you. It's the same guy. Hey, you hung let up me know something. Yes, I that. did. Does this sound like a phone hanging up? Let me know. Thank you. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you would like to join the program this evening. Uh, are people 
wait a minute. Someone's trying to get saying some stuff there to Miss Sanchez. Can someone please put the people that are saying about being pervy with Miss Sanchez? You guys, Hunter, Slice, uh, Hunter, Slice says, Hunter says Clemson couldn't jack off a two cent whore. <laughs> yeah, you're a you're a funny fuck. Imagine that. Papa B says, I'm on double dose of the Addies this evening. Okay. Uh, Beth says, it happened in 2004, Rob. Clemson played Tennessee in Atlanta. I was at that game, and uh, we whipped that Tennessee ass. That's what happened. Hmm. Anyway, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Chris Foster says, Rob is a poor man's Clemson Tom. No, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and run around and do the stupid shit Clemson Tom did. Clemson Tom would never do what I did Sunday night and tell you Tennessee fans you had a great win. He wouldn't do that. Is Clemson Tom still alive? He's still alive. He just now he I, I don't think his wife lets him make videos anymore. I think that's what I <laughs> what it boils down to. What? Let me do he my beam. He like he had one where he was like on a horse for a Florida State game and then he like was down like doing a video in front of the cockabooses downtown in Columbia. I'm he like pissed on it or something, didn't he? No, he spit on it. He spit oh, on yeah. the spit. Didn't he go in? He was in downtown Athens uh, walking a bulldog, or he was doing some shit. To... Yeah, I I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but it was uh, it was not. He, he you know, he, he had his whole thing where he was doing just stupid shit there for a while. Someone at, oh, the, the Jim Cornette ran. Here you go. You fucking redneck, cousin fucking, chicken fucking, hillbilly, goddamn East Tennessee outlaw mud show piece of shit. Yeah, Jim Cornette can say it better than I can. And Jackpot actually had the best Tennessee line ever. Someone said something to him, and he said, point blank, I'll knock the gold off your tooth. Or no, the what is it, the yellow off yellow. your tooth. Yellow. Sure. Correct. Have the correct saying there. All right, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. And by the way, Jackpot's really, really handy there with them ham hock fist of his. If he decides to knock that yellow off your tooth, he will hit that one tooth. It's very it's dynamic. It's not coming back. It's not coming back. Uh, Elijah says, is Miss Sanchez actually tea sipper because that's the only way he can get a girl to flirt with him? Oh, my God. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, is is there a love connection going on over in the chat, or people just just saying sweet things to Miss Sanchez there because she's got a picture in the chat? Uh, iron sharpens oh, iron. <laughs> oh damn it! Uh, Chris Foster says, "Who's going to win, UK or versus UT?" That's later on down the line. What are you talking about? We we'll, we'll have that. Uh, I hope it ends in a damn. Hope it ends in a fucking. No, I hope it ends in like a 3-3 tie and the commissioner of the conference says, you're both fuckos. Get out of the fucking league. That's what I hope happens. Fuck you both. 803-470-2905. Take calls for a couple more minutes here on the program. Uh, South Carolina and Georgia this weekend. Down at Williams-Brice Stadium, uh, Gamecocks in our Ugh. contest are a 13.5 point dog, but in Vegas right now, it's up to like 24 points. Clemson's like a 36-point favorite over Louisiana Tech. There's going to be a murder at the uh, at the corner of Bluff Road and George Rogers Boulevard. Well, I mean, that's happened before. It's normally on Tuesday night, though, Jackpot, not Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> what a shithole that stadium is. 
Down, I'm down. I, I ain't going down there. Fuck all that. You might, you might get shot. Might happen down there. You might. It says the cock commanders. Very good, sir. Very good, sir. Uh, Boomhauer says Rattler needs to play out of his mind. You are absolutely right, sir. Look, he, let's he do needs this to play to out of his mind, but he needs to use his brain. <laughs> yeah. No, but look for South Carolina to win. Here's what I think needs to happen. Spencer Rattler needs to go. He doesn't, if he throws the ball 34 times or more, South Carolina is getting blown out. So I think he needs to throw the ball 28 times or less. And of those 28 times, he needs to complete 23 of them. And of those 23 completions, he needs to send 10 of them to Juice Wells. There you go with that. And the defense, God damn it, Jordan Birch needs to get his shit together and start playing like the damn playmaker he's supposed to be instead of playing like the asshole that he's been playing there for a little bit. He has a lot more talent than that, and he has the potential to be really good. I'm not saying he's a complete dickhead here, but there's a lot more that's been expected of Jordan Birch, and he needs to live up to the potential that he has. Where he was scheduled, I mean, he could have went to Alabama, LSU, anywhere else, gave Muschamp kind of the runaround a little bit, and uh, I'm not saying he's a shit player, but, man, he needs to have a big, big game. Go out there and get a, force a couple of uh, turnovers, give uh, Rattler some short fields to play with, and uh, knock some Georgia fans in the mouth on the way out. There you go. Uh, I just pinned it at the top of the chat. Vol State with the dumbass comment of the night. Can, what is it? Read it to me. I, I Ball can't see State what says Kentucky would throat fuck Clemson. Ball, 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 look. <laughs> with what? Here's how the thing score? Tell me, how would they fucking score? Look, I let, mean, let me help you with this. Vol Stake, every time that he hears Clemson, I think that Vol Stake's uncle was a Clemson fan. I really, really do. And there are two things that really hurt his feelings. Bourbon in Kentucky, because he doesn't like the smell of it, because his Clemson uncle that he had would drink the bourbon and probably slap him around a little bit. And he doesn't like that. So when he hears Clemson, he's like, oh, fuck. I can't have it. It sends him back to childhood where his Clemson uncle was laughing at him when Kentucky had Joker Phillips and all those guys, and they were getting popped by everyone. So I think that's what's wrong with him. So, all right, 803-470-2905. About another five minutes here. We'll take calls, and then we're out of here. Uh, Bannerman says, Jackpot, you know you'd be rooting for Kentucky. I don't know about that. I really don't. I don't know that. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. I don't know if uh, I, Jack, Jackpot's interesting, though. If his team's not in it, I mean, I, I, he, he roots for who he bets for. I think that's kind of the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. I, am I right about that? Yeah. You, you're, you're pretty spot on with that. <laughs> who, who can help Jackpot with his parlays? That's who Jackpot's rooting for, by the way. Yeah, Other no than shit, that, right? Jackpot only cares about his team. What, how, much, how much would you have, have now a parlay this past week if you had taken um, Marshall and uh, who was App State uh, and um, Washington State on the money line in those three-game parlay? Yeah, that would have been some pretty crazy stuff there. Uh, Nick Marshall says he just tuned in, but fuck Tennessee. We accept that. Uh, JL says, I hope y'all can pull the upset. Screw Georgia coming from a Clemson fan here. Yep. 
Look at Zachary uh, Matthews. Can't wait for my balls to destroy those shitty Gamecocks that trailer park you call Willie B. Get the fuck out of here. Loading up with a, with a damn Georgia and Alabama fucking mouth uh, with a damn, uh, with damn Vol talent. I <laughs> damn. Daniel says he's ready to get his money from the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. Well, sir, you donated your money because you're not going to win. Ball State says, I have Tennessee losing to Akron. No, I said it would be funny if Tennessee lost to Akron. You, you just can't. You're just hearing things there, Ball State. Uh, all right, 803-470-2905. Big Barney Ross wants wings from Callaway's. By the way, shout out to Big Barney Ross. He sent me some of his famous barbecue sauce here, which I'm going to cook something on Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to cook yet. We're going to cook something. All right, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join Isn't the program. Nice? You get stuff. You get presents. I don't get shit. I've got, no, I've got a, a shirt that says, I hate Kentucky that I have to mail you. Oh. Uh, I've got to send it to you. I just haven't sent it yet because I'm a slack motherfucker. Daniel says he's going to win that bitch. Well, you know what? I doubt it. I doubt it. What what place is he currently in? I don't know. We can look at the standings really quick here. I hit the you have to look down to find him. Uh, well, there you go. Hold on. Let's you see. Have to scroll down. Hit page down. No, I think he's he's close to the top, if I remember uh, correctly. I don't think he's again. Like, let's see here. Which one is he? Uh, he is in what? First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. He's in ninth place. That's where he's at right now with 17 correct picks. He had a good week last week with seven, but well, he, like, he's going to win. A, I don't know how he's going to do. We'll see. Biscuit says he needs a good week. Good point on that. There. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Tennessee is probably better than Clemson. What, what makes you really think that, sir? What? Because, because, uh, you're number 10 in Josh Pate's uh, ratings. That makes you think that you're better than Clemson. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> those, the, those fucking, uh, they, they would fucking blanket those damn receivers. That, that I'm offense blanket. would be able to, they blanket those receivers and then they try to run the ball and Clemson would just stuff it. I mean, but, but I mean, do you, when, when you watch Clemson the past couple of weeks, um, their their defense seems to be extremely. Um, I don't know. It, it seems like a little bit just overzealous. Maybe out of position a little bit. Maybe I don't know. I don't know They're, how to describe. They, well, I think that they get to spots. They're getting to spots too quickly. They over. Right, and, and I think against a better team like not Georgia, i.e., not Georgia Tech. Or Furman, that might uh, cause some issues. Over pursuit, maybe. Yeah, I think I think they 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 get there too quickly. Um, okay, so I got to address the comment there from Bluegrass Sports Media. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Elijah saying, "Hey, I've been sober sober for two weeks, sir. If you're battling something like that, man, congratulations to you. I'm, I know that from uh, friends that I've had that have dealt with that stuff, man. You know." Uh, Good luck with that, man. 
we joke a lot on here, but man, hopefully you get that corrected and, and ready to go. Congratulations on that, man. That's tough. All right. Bluegrass sports media says, I think some people look at the side of the helmet before they judge a team. It's not your daddy's Kentucky team. Things have changed. Okay. Things have what, changed. You beat, you, beat, right. you beat a Florida team that was terrible offensively Saturday night. They were terrible. They threw so, two fucking, they threw a fucking pick six. They couldn't, I mean, everybody, everybody overvalued Florida after that Utah game, including me. And well, I, I look, when when you really stop and look at it though. Not a damn thing y'all did. It was them stepping on their own dick for four quarters. Look, but he says that it's a different thing with Kentucky this year. What is so different about Kentucky that that we have to just? It looks like the same old fucking team. Look. The same team that takes advantage of shitty team. Congrats! Here's what Kentucky does: they don't lose to the teams they shouldn't lose to. That's what South Carolina does. South Carolina loses to teams they shouldn't be losing to, and um, henceforth mediocre. Kentucky beats the teams okay. that they should beat. Hence, they're going eight and four. Nine and three. Last year, if you look at them, when they played Mississippi State and Tennessee and Georgia, three games stretched right there in the, towards the second half of the season, when they played all played teams that were valid, uh, they got their doo doo matched in week after week so, after week. Jackpot in total yards for your your total offense there. Uh, the Kentucky Wildcats are dead last in the conference. Is this the things that have changed? I guess at one point they were able to, to have some offense. That must be that Dane Key. You're dead last in the conference. That so must be that freshman of the week, Dane Key. That's where he's coming into play, isn't it? Yeah. I was told losing Wandell Robinson wasn't going to hurt. I was told that Mr. Coffee, Manet's in the coffee, uh, was an NFL draft pick, first rounder. Kentucky has played Miami of Ohio. And they've played the Florida Gators, and they've only managed to put up 625 total yards in two games. But yeah, things are just different. Things are just different. The fuck out of here. Hear that nonsense. All right, anyway. Do you care to read Kentucky Durbin's comment? I think he has somebody. Uh, Clemson has played two stiffs, LMAO, and you guys are drawing conclusions. No, sir, I'm stating facts. You're last in the conference in offense. That is an absolute fact. You are the worst offensive team in the conference as far as total offense goes. These are not – it's not me making shit up. It's real. You're the 14th team in the conference in uh, total offense. Think you could do a little bit better than that? Maybe. Kentucky Durbin says Kale does not understand feet ball as evidenced by that. About it. No, you play you it was nothing you did Saturday night. Florida stepped on their own dick for four quarters. Anthony Richardson is a terrible quarterback. Or at least yeah, he was, was Saturday night. Let me use the, the jackpot line here. It was nothing you did. It was. You did. It wasn't anything you did. Fucking Florida decided to have a fucking charity game for you. Fucking almost 30 years, then they let you win. That's what basically boiled down to. Well, you read uh, Leonard Sarasota's comment. 
Kroger's in Lexington survey local craft beer <coughs> called Oops. It's a short stout with a bitter finish. Fair enough. Fair enough. The human baked potato. The human baked potato. All right. 803-470-2905 as uh, we wrap up the show this evening. Uh, those, those are our picks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kentucky Durbin says 2-0. Fact that. Okay. Congratulations, sir. You're 2-0 with wins over Miami of Ohio because you don't schedule anything but MAC teams in your fucking non-conference schedule. Why don't you go and schedule somebody that's worth a shit? Let's try that. All right? Remember, Clemson played teams that finished ranked in the top 25 last year. I think Kentucky had, what, two? Who'd you have? You had Georgia and who? I don't know. Fuck out of here. <clears throat> anyway. Who did, who was, what was the question? I was saying that uh, they should schedule some non-conference games that aren't MAC games, Jackpot. Yeah, they haven't they haven't scheduled anyone uh, in the Power Five outside the conference other than Louisville since two thousand four. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what they did. That's embarrassing. Nick says Stoops is a human loaded tater. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> very very good. Billy says unranked Tennessee spanked that Kentucky ass in your house. That happened. Why is it that I mean? I don't get man. It's it's hilarious. Uh, this is, must be what a ride on the short bus is like. Is that the best you can do, Kentucky Durbin? The best you can do. Zach thought he'll be one of those people that are just gone. Like the Florida fans last year when Mullen shit the bed, he'll be the first one gone. Oh yeah. Christian Carver says once ACC play comes around, UNC's D will be exposed really bad. They may get away with that with FAMU App State, but won't cut it with ACC teams. They got exposed by App State. Problem was, App State got exposed by them. Yeah, App State ran. They ran a shit ton of plays in that game. App, App State ran 416 plays in that game to North Carolina's 446. Something to that effect. By the way, for just for fun here, I pulled up Clemson's schedule from last year. The teams that finished ranked that Clemson played include the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, NC State, Pittsburgh, uh, and Wake Forest. So that's what? One, two, three. That's four ranked teams. I wonder how many Kentucky played, Jackpot. Let's look that up really quick here. Just because dumb dumbs say things like this. So you finished second in the East, and Jackpot's correct. You beat the teams you're supposed to beat. But when you really stop and look at it, here are your wins last year. Louisiana Monroe, not ranked. Missouri, not ranked. Tennessee Chattanooga, you almost lost to the fucking snake. Not snake. ranked. South Carolina, not ranked. Florida, not ranked. LSU, not ranked. Georgia, they were the number one team in the country. Same team that Clemson played. Mississippi State, they didn't finish ranked. Tennessee did not finish ranked. Vanderbilt did not finish ranked. New Mexico State did not finish ranked. And Louisville did not finish ranked. And also Iowa didn't finish ranked. So in theory, of your 10 wins, only one of them was against a team that finished ranked in the top 25. All right? Did, your schedule did, is remember when Penn State played Iowa last year in like right. early October and it was like a top five matchup? 
Yeah, I do. And then they fucking yeah, shit the bed. They were yeah. what the hell. Yeah, so there you go with Kentucky that. Kentucky played New you Mexico know? State. Yes. Jackpot, that's what they do. That's how they get 10 wins. Someone needs to tell Shane Beamer this shit. Y'all could have 10 wins every year if you were playing Monroe and the fucking Snake and goddamn. Monroe, Monroe is fucking yeah. horrible. Monroe and New Mexico State. Y'all would have 10 wins every year if you played this Kentucky shit schedule. There you go. Put that yeah, in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Every time I hear the name Monroe, you know what it makes me think of? What? Monroe. Do you remember that um, You remember that sitcom uh, back in the early 80s that was on ABC, Too Close for Comfort, with Ted Knight from the Mary Tyler Moore show that was in Caddyshack? You remember that? He was, he, 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 they lived in San Francisco, and he had two hot daughters, and he, he drew cartoons. And there was a guy that lived in the basement named Monroe. Oh, God. Jackpot, you've got, you've got some Nobody crazy... Nobody in this chat probably knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But. I know what the fuck you're talking about. Look, I he says I cherry-pick. Jackpot, did I cherry-pick or not? Ranked teams at the end of the season. Clemson played four. You played one. <laughs> the biscuit knows, yes, it was. The game Monroe. <laughs> Damn it. Biscuit knows. Anyway, you don't fuck you don't play anybody, so shut your hole. Your fucking Super Bowl every year is Georgia. You get to play them and think, oh, we get to see an actual football team. You hope that you can beat South Carolina, which you've been doing a little bit here lately. But how 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 is what I said hypocrisy there, Kentucky Durbin? Please tell me how it's hypocritical of what I said. You don't even know what the fucking word hypocrite means. Why am I arguing with this motherfucker? This motherfucker. Oh, God damn it. I wouldn't let him get your blood pressure up. Let salty food do that. Salty food did that. Good point, sir. Fried chicken. Funny. All right. 803. Actually, we're done. Uh, Sosa says he was the 40-year-old version jackpot. That might be true, too. That's a Who, Monroe? Yeah, Monroe. That's funny. He was queer as shit. (laughs) God damn it, jackpot. Uh, Leonard says, sound like some porno jackpot watch while hammered. He ended up like he some hitting on them two dollars, smothered and covered. Ray Bob says, uh, Rob's not experienced a cherry in years. Okay, that's because I, I, I married my wife, asshole. I mean, I know that you're probably thinking, all right, maybe you'll maybe you'll find the right girl eventually, maybe when you can, uh, I don't know. Get out of the library or wherever the fuck you're. Uh, Chris Foster said UK at. is blue Indiana. That's that's pretty good. Uh, Kentucky Durbin says Rob's been doing his research. And how about that ACC hapless conference? Shh. You played one ranked team. It's Kentucky. When you think of Kentucky, is Kentucky? Do you consider it a southern state or you consider it a midwestern state, Rob? Uh, well, I consider their football program a shithole. And I consider, <laughs> let's see, what else do I consider? I consider John Calipari a cheater. And mm, the only good thing to come out of Kentucky, there are two good things Big Barney Ross and the fucking interstate. The rest of the state can go fuck itself. There you go. That's what I think of Kentucky. Okay. Can you answer the question, the original question there? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 
I, I, are we talking about, do I consider them a Southern state? I think they're an agricultural state, if that's what you're talking about. I mean, they. No, I mean, they, what? Like, they grow, I mean, do you consider that Midwestern or do you consider it Southern? I think that, like, the Eastern side of Kentucky is is Southern. I consider that, like, I don't, cons- I don't, like, I don't divide Kentucky across the middle this way. I divide it, like, this way. And I think of the Eastern side of Kentucky, like, from I 75 that goes straight up and this way, I consider like the South and this to the left, I consider kind of Midwestern. I don't know. That, that, that's a good thing to think about. Broccoli what is. Do consider, what, do consider, what do you consider West Virginia? What is what, what is West Virginia? Is it a mid, is it Midwestern? Is it Southern? Is it like an Easter, a mid Atlantic state? What is it? Jesus, is that where we're going? I mean, I I would think I would think that West West Virginia is I I I don't know. That's a good question, Jackpot. I mean, I always thought they were couch burners, but um, I I consider West Virginia. You know what? West Virginia is a northern state in my mind because of the mining community. They're all miners up there, and I think miners are from the north. There you go. That's how I put it. So there you go. They're they're a northern state. <laughs> there you go weird uh tilly with a good point west virginia is appalachia country that's a good point sir that's a good point there's a bunch of videos on youtube of the different appalachians people like in appalachia uh they get a shit ton of views harry leg says culturally speaking carolina jackpot is right thank you max todd said west virginia is more southern than kentucky i could maybe i could say oh no that that, that might be fighting words there. Define Southern. Here, here, here's how we can determine this. If you go to Kentucky and you order a tea, if it's a sweet tea, do you think that, that you think you'll get that in Kentucky or do you think you'll get it in West Virginia? Which one could you actually get some sweet tea? That's how I can determine if you're a Southern state or not. There I know you can in Kentucky. Okay. Well, then, then we have to put Kentucky down there on that. There you go. Yeah, why not? Hunter Slice said, learn some history, guys. Ever hear of the Mason-Dixon line? What the, we were just talking about if it was a state that had like a Midwestern state. It's not about all that. Well, the Mason-Dixon, you crossed the Mason-Dixon line going from Maryland into Pennsylvania. I know because there's a road called Mason-Dixon Line Road and the first exit, the, the, high, the first highway in Pennsylvania, right as soon as you cross it is... Uh, the exit for Highway 11, U.S. Highway 11, which is the Molly Pitcher Highway. But anyway, the, I don't consider Maryland to be a southern state, even though it may be south of the Mason-Dixon line. Fuck that. We don't want them. All right, so Billy says, nope, and they put sugar on their grits and in their cornbread. If you put sugar in your grits, I mean, it's fucking cream of wheat then. Who in the fuck does that? Do you put sugar in your grits, Jackpot? Come on, I bet you do. Yeah. No. Your mama would slap you silly if you did that. How dare you ruin those fine grits I made for you, young Kale? No, you put butter in them. Butter in your damn grits. Put fucking sugar in them. Billy, do you put sugar in your grits, sir? Please don't tell me you do that. Holy shit, Billy. Billy doesn't do that. I I know Billy doesn't do that. 
Doesn't do that. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, jackpot. We've had a great show. Yeah. Butter in the grits, not sugar for fuck's sake. In, in fact, you know what? My, I, my mother-in-law puts sugar in the grits for the kids. She's from Indiana. So we give her a pass. But if you're not my mother-in-law and we sit down to eat and you have grits and you put sugar in them, I automatically think you're just a fucko. Can't help it. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Yo, spit it. I just want to say go balls and jackpot suck my balls. Oh, oh, oh we got to go. Thanks, Thank sir. you for that. <laughs> Everybody wants jackpot to lick their balls. What a great way to end the program. We'll see you guys on Sunday night. Make sure you get your picks in for the Callaway's Pickup Challenge. Yes. Get them in. I'll be posting everybody's picks on Saturday afternoon. And I'll post where I'm going to be on the radio on Saturday, too, for you Georgia fans. Uh, that way you can uh, call in and, uh, you know, if you win or if you lose, you can listen to Gamecock fans laugh at you. So there you go with that. See you guys later on.